This is another of Reagan's special moves. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome to another episode of Not Just Tentacles, where I, Rachel, attempt to demystify anime. And it's the Halloween special! Woo! So, looking back at the various anime that I've watched of late, I thought, what would be the best one to cover for Halloween? And there was only really one serious contender because me being me, I'm not really into blood and guts and stabby stabby. My idea of a good supernatural show is one with plenty of laughs and feels along with the havoc. So I thought, what better to review than Mob Psycho 100? And yes, that is the title. I know it sounds ever so slightly odd, but I assure you it makes sense. I will explain that in a moment. So Mob is a story of a young lad whose nickname is Mob because Mob is apparently Japanese for a background character in every man. So he is 14 and to all appearances, a regular student at his high school um, if you look at him, he's very plain as characters go because it's by the same guy that did One Punch Man and Mob has the same similar look, kind of like a Japanese Morty from Rick and Morty. So he looks like a blank canvas of a face and just mostly goes around in his school uniform. But this is deceptive because, yes, he's very meek and mild, but he also has humongous psychic power. In fact, he's possibly the strongest psychic in the world. And um, in the story, this is known as an esper, so having ESP. And this is what I love about this show. Every other show that had this concept, it would be all about Mob wanting to be the most powerful psychic in the world. But he already has that and he's not interested in it. He doesn't want to be a hero. He just wants to be a regular kid leading his life. Like his primary concern isn't about that. It's about getting his childhood friend and now crush, Sabomi, to be interested in him. And may I point out, I don't really like the Sabomi stuff. I mean, it's relatable and I understand it. But there's this running gag where he's looking at her and all the other girls around her just there with vegetable heads. And I don't like this idea that other girls are interchangeable apart from your crush. I just find it a bit incelly. But anyway, back to back to the main plot line. So Mob's talents have not gone unrecognised. His little brother Ritsu is his complete opposite in that unlike Mob, he excels at school, he's popular, he's good looking, but all Ritsu has ever wanted is to have psychic powers like his big brother, which causes him no end of angst. And indeed, later, when he acquires powers himself, he goes a little bit crazy with it. He doesn't have the sense of control that Mob has. And indeed, this is another important thing that we learn, because the 100 of the title is what happens when Mob lets his powers run riot. Because if he lets himself become overly emotional, then his powers just go 
completely batshit and can take out absolutely anything around him. It can total buildings, it can kill people, it can change the weather, it can do all sorts. So this is why he has adopted this neutral monotone type way of being. He he doesn't want to cause trouble. He doesn't want to cause upset. And I liked that. I, I thought it was a, an interesting take because you are so used to seeing franchises where it is all about the main character wanting to change the world and wanting to do this and that and make a difference. And Mob doesn't. And of course, the other main way in which his abilities have not gone unnoticed is that he works for a medium, Reagan. And this is what I love about this setting, because in places like anime, where everybody has some kind of special power, they tend to overlook the fact that some people can just be scam artists, that some people are crooked and lie and pretend that they have these gifts when they don't. And this is why I love Reagan, because he is the scuzziest fake psychic you can possibly imagine. Like when you look on the back papers and newspapers and it's like the psychic hotline and it's all clearly bull, then this is Reagan. <laughs> because he met Mob when Mob was quite vulnerable, when he was considerably younger. He was confused and upset about his powers and he saw Reagan's door, saw that he was a psychic and had a word with him because obviously being naive at that time, he thought maybe he was like him. And Reagan thought that the kid was wasting his time and was going to chase him out. But then he nearly dropped his coffee, but Mob was able to catch it with his powers. And since then, he's been using him to effectively solve his cases for him to exercise the spirits that he can't and it makes for a warped but hilarious dynamic because yeah I, it does on paper sound bad that you've got this guy that's using mob and not really paying him properly for being his apprentice and essentially doing all the work but I assure you the funniest moments in the series all involve Reagan and Oddly enough, he is the moral centre of the series as well, despite being a complete and utter skis bucket, because he does come out with some of the more meaningful things. And it is good to have somebody that's greyer. And it is in keeping with the anime tradition. I don't know whether this is simply because I'm an adult, and so I naturally find adults more interesting. But I do like the fact that in these shows, you do have a kid who's essentially a self-insert for the intended audience. And then you have the adults who are way more interesting. So at the first couple of episodes, you just think it's going to be a case of they go to, on a case. Reagan does nothing. Mob saves a day. Da-da, da-da. But this soon changes when Mob has a run-in with a cult, because the idea of this cult is that everybody is meant to be happy all the time. And this doesn't work on him because due to his worries about his powers, he is always carefully blank and not overly emotional. And this way, he is able to exercise the leader of the cult, Dimple. And this is where my third favourite character comes into play, because Dimple is still 
despite looking like a glowing piece of snot that follows everybody around, he is still a malevolent spirit. But he has decided, well, for reasons that he's going to carry on hanging out with Mob and hopefully seduce him into being powerful one day because he can see the potential that Mob has and obviously that he's easy to manipulate going by the fact that he's already at Reagan's beck and call and he's not especially bright. So it is effectively like he is going around being the puppet of his two evil uncles. Well, they're not uncles, but you know what I mean. His two evil honorary uncles. And he, he is a good kid. He's good natured. And he always wants to help people. And this is something that I'm now I'm watching the second season is coming up more and more that he is feeling a conflict because as far as he's concerned, humans and spirits are the same. He, he doesn't see a difference because he exists constantly in the world of his powers. Like there's a time when some clients want them to exercise some spirits in this house and he doesn't want to do it because they're not doing anything wrong. They might be creeping the clients out, but they are just minding their own business and wanting to be together as a family so he doesn't want to do it and this is a rare occasion where Reagan agrees with him and lets him do it and this is what I like that because at the end of the first season you do have a big far-reaching storyline when you realize there's a secret society that's going around kidnapping gifted kids and brainwashing them because they want to create an army of super psychics but there is the um it goes from storylines like this to just everyday stuff. Like my particular favourite one in season two is when a girl pretends to be interested in him for a bet. And it has possibly one of the most unintentionally romantic things I have ever seen that made me blub up a bit, to be honest. Because even though he knows that this girl only dated him for a bet, he still likes her. And um, she writes novels for fun and her friends, they, they find the novel and they make fun of her and then rip it up, <laughs> bitches. And um, Mob uses his powers to put it all back together. And I just thought that is just so lovely and such a meet cute. I mean, I'm on, I've just finished watching, um, I think it was episode eight of season two. So I haven't finished the series by any means, but I wanted to review it. I, this is, I'm not going to make it so that I've had to have watched everything in order to do a review because you don't have to. And, it, and in cases where you don't like the show, then you don't have to force yourself to watch something that's a chore. But this is not a chore. I, I love it. it. It has really brightened up my weeks and pretty lousy couple of months to be honest and this is this is the odd thing about mob because when I first saw it I did not like the art style at all because I mentioned before that it does look like Rick and Morty it does feel quite American with this sort of beavis and butthead type aesthetic and I looked at it and I thought oh my god that's hideous and um, the opening credits too if you're before you get used to them, they do feel a bit messy and you just think, what is going on here? I haven't a clue what's happening. I mean, obviously, once you've seen the season, then it all makes sense. It's fine. 
and it's just something that you get used to. It becomes an acquired taste. I mean, I still don't think it's as attractive as many other anime that I've seen, but it suits the zaniness of the world because you do get all these fantastic little interludes that are really funny. And this is it. It goes for broke on the humour. And this is why I don't mind that it doesn't have a more naturalistic style of during that it just captures the kookiness of it so well. I mean, come on. Your third main character is a big glowing bogey. So, of course, it's it's not going to look like a realistic piece of art. And I like the fact that in keeping with mob wanting to be ordinary, people that we meet that have different ideas who want to be special and want to be all powerful, they are just universally shown to be immature, jumped up jerks. Like um, he meets um, Teru, who is a kid of his own age that's also a psychic. And he just can't get his head around the fact that Mob's powers are greater than his, but he's happy with just being, well, ordinary, I guess, and mediocre. And they do become friends because that does seem to be Mob's thing. He does go around befriending his enemies. But Teru is still on the dodgier side of morality because when they're trying to bring down the secret organisation, he is happily <laughs> waterboarding people and stuff. So he's never going to be a 100% nice, normal kid. He's still always going to be on the iffy side, but Mob, at least, controls his extremes. Like, even when Ritsu goes off the deep end and tries to make out that he's no longer interested in his relationship with Mob, Mob's like, no, brother, you don't mean that. And he's able to bring him back down to normal. And I, I just love all the side characters. Like, um, there's an ongoing thing with the Body Improvement Club because Mob is convinced that because he's pasty and pale and thin, that's why Sabomi isn't interested in him. So he signs up with the Body Improvement Club. And in any other show, you would expect these guys to be a bunch of bullying jocks, but they're not. They are some of the nicest characters that you will ever hope to meet. They quickly adopt Mob as one of their own. And they're just so kind and supportive of him always, giving him birthday bumps and standing up for him when he's upset. And they're lovely. And um, he also makes friends with the telepathy club because they only originally invited him to join because they were about to close down. And even then, they're still technically not a real club. But the Body Improvement Club, as an example of how lovely they are, they're letting them use their room. I mean, what they do is mainly just sitting around eating snacks and watching telly, but they do occasionally um, use Mob to scope out whether there are any other espers out there, which doesn't tend to work on the whole, but every now and then it does. And it's just the little touches like that that makes it feel like a complete world. And you just see the whole scope of Mob's life. It's friendships at school, his work with Reagan, the psychic world. It's all fabulous. And I like that um, the later episodes 
are examining the dynamic between him and Reagan because Reagan was getting pissed off by the fact that Mob was spending more time with his friends and um, he said a few things that he later regretted and Mob said that he didn't want to spend any more time with him. And Reagan, unfortunately, does need Mob as a stabilising influence because he just used this as a, an excuse to kind of go off on his own and become a celebrity, but it backfires big time and he is quickly publicly exposed as a fraud and I loved this. It allowed him some much needed character development and I personally have a real <laughs> vested interest in psychics being outed as frauds because <laughs> little bit of personal backstory here. Um, My mum used to be obsessed with mediums and she did become involved with a few at one point in my life and I just I knew that they were frauds and it really bothered me and I just felt that they would just had an unhealthy influence on her and I said as much at the time but she didn't want to listen because she was in a bad place and she had just had a few family losses and didn't want to hear it basically and um she one of the psychics that she met later on was at the centre of a really, really public and embarrassing court case. I'm not going to give you this guy's name. I think if you kind of Googled it, then you'd be able to find it just from the details because it is just like something off a bad ITV drama. So this guy um, effectively um, faked somebody's will, pretended that their spirit had guided him to it and that he'd been left money in this person's will. And um, he did his time and now he's out. But he, he was just oh, a skanky celebrity psychic. It was just full of all these lies about having served in whichever war. And he was just a complete crook. So th this is why Reagan being the scrote that he is gives me such joy because I really have a problem with it. I, I just think it is ripping vulnerable people off. I mean, I love stories about ghosts and fairies and devils and angels and so on but it's because they're good stories that's it I don't believe in any of it and so I, I like the fact that mob keeps that balance that on one hand in the clearly fictional world of the story you've got characters like mob but it makes it clear that you do get people like Reagan as well and Reagan is able to see Dimple because there is a brief moment in the season finale where Mob gives him his powers in order to help with the situation. And the only thing that's left over from that is the ability to see Dimple. So Dimple just irritates the hell out of him instead. But I liked that. I, I felt that that added an interesting aspect to the dynamic um so I, th I think it is 
a good, fun, typical shounen series with wacky characters, colourful visuals. I love the music, particularly Reagan's theme. It is the music of getting scammed. <laughs> Seriously, I'm sure this is what is playing when you're reading those dubious adverts at the back of magazines that having an extremely small print, um, 125% whatever. And um, I love the music that plays whenever Mob is exercising something as well. That That is a cracking theme that I never get tired of. And it, just all of it, I, I just all of that as a whole, it is one of the best anime that I've seen this year and definitely worth checking out at Halloween. So... Yeah, I think I think that's all you need to know about it. Um I love it and um and I hope you do too. So until next time, love you guys and happy Halloween. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and you can also follow us on social media. We are at Tentacles Not on Twitter and on Facebook. Our page is called Not Just Tentacles. Speak to you soon. Bye.